tools for living, room to grow, a space of grace to become everything that God wants us to be. You're listening to The Living Room Podcast with Joanna Weaver. Hey, beautiful friends. I hope you're having a wonderful day. But in case you're not, well, I've got an episode for you. (laughs) I just, I, I was talking to some friends and asking them what they would like me to talk about. And one of them said, I'd really like you to talk about overcoming discouragement. And you know what? I had just gone through a period of discouragement and I felt the Lord say, hmm, Joanna, maybe you should stop nursing and rehearsing your frustration and start looking to me for answers. (laughs) So it was really a timely question. And so I kind of just sat down and jotted down the things that the Lord has been teaching me in my own periods of not so greatness. Do you ever have one of those days, you know, those kind of days where everything goes wrong? Kind of like the kids' book, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Uh, I think we've all had those kind of days. But what do we do when those days become a week? And a week, a month, and then even perhaps a year. What do we do when that darkness and discouragement just won't lift? How do we get out of the darkness and put our hope in God. Well, as I mentioned, I had gone through a period of discouragement last fall. Um, I was responsible for a whole bunch of different things and um, a lot of stuff was on my plate. And to be honest, I felt a little overwhelmed, but God was so good to give me the strength to complete all of those um, responsibilities. And yet afterwards, I I just kind of felt like I hit a wall. Have you ever had that happen? Like just um, things are going great, but then bam, there you are. And you don't quite know how to get over it or under it or around it. All you know is that you feel a little bit stuck. And um, I had still had some really important things that I needed to get some forward movement on. But uh, it was like I was slogging through wet cement and I just couldn't get any forward momentum. You know, sometimes discouragement starts small, and it's just kind of that niggling thing, and we're able to distract ourselves with busyness. But if we don't, if we don't deal with that discouragement, sometimes it can start to grow until it's like a heavy cloud. The dictionary defines discouragement as a loss of confidence or enthusiasm, and boy, did I feel that during that time. And I think all of us have those times, and maybe even today's one of those loss of confidence, and you don't feel too enthusiastic sort of days. What do we do? Well, I was reminded of David and the story that's told in 1 Samuel 30. He and his mighty men had experienced a great victory, but when they got back to their village, they found it destroyed and all of their children and wives stolen by raiders. The men were so upset, so overwhelmed with grief and anger and discouragement that they actually talked of stoning David. You know, I, I try to put myself in the place of David. I, I think that I would have been a little bit upset with them. After all I'd done for those guys, they were turning on me. I mean, he was dealing with his own discouragement, his own grief, the own heaviness of responsibility of, of this terrible tragedy. But I love what verse 6 tells us. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. 
And I think that's what you and I need to do. On those days where there's just a little bit of discouragement and on those days when we have hit a wall of discouragement that just has left us fallen flat, we need to, number one, get alone with God. I think that that's how David strengthened himself in the Lord. I found that it's really hard to strengthen myself in the Lord in the middle of life. I need to get alone with Him. And then I need to pour my heart out to Him. Because guess what, you guys? He can handle. He can handle it. He can handle our pain and our confusion, our frustration and fear, even our anger. He can handle all our questions. But we can't. And if we keep all of that bottled up inside, if we don't pour it out to Him, it's going to come out sideways, girls, and it's not going to be pretty. Mm, I think that I could probably say that from experience. (laughs) Discouragement bottled up will come out in some sort of negative way. So get alone with God. But then number two, invite God into the equation. You know, I think a lot of my discouragement comes from the fact that I believe the lie that I'm all alone and it's all up to me. I have to figure out, I have to figure it out. There's no one to help me. And no wonder I'm overwhelmed and discouraged because here's the deal. My wisdom, my strength is limited. But the good news is this, God's strength and wisdom isn't. And he invites us in James 1.22 to ask him for wisdom. The Bible says, if anyone lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all. And then listen to this part, without finding fault. In other words, he doesn't say, hey, listen, girl, I gave you wisdom yesterday and you totally ignored it. No wisdom for you. (laughs) He's not like that. Instead, he invites us to come to him and ask him for wisdom. And James 1.22 promises, it will be given him. I found that when I get alone with God and invite him into the equation, pouring out my heart to him, something happens so beautiful. It's as though he helps me to step back from the situation and begin to have the perspective that I need, his perspective. I love this graphic that I saw on Facebook last year. It was a picture of a ruler or a scale of some sort on the left side. And then these words said, how big is your problem on a scale from zero to God? (laughs) You know, when we bring God into the equation and we begin to get His perspective, we see what looks like an impassable obstacle to us is really an opportunity to go deeper with Jesus and to see Him move in our lives in ways that we've never experienced before. So get alone with God, invite God into the equation. And then number three, declare what you know, not what you feel. Oh my goodness, you guys, I am a big feeling girl. I tell you what, I am constantly dealing with my emotions. And if I'm not careful, I can I can get caught in this cycle of negative self-talk, nursing and rehearsing my issues and my inabilities and my fear, I'm learning that I need to give myself a good talking to, emphasis on good, (laughs) kind of like David did when he said, why so downcast, oh my soul? Put your hope in God. It sounds kind of silly, but the Lord has been having me do something a little unusual the last couple of weeks. He's challenged me to look in the mirror and speak words of life over myself. 
rather than words of death. Words like, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength, Joanna. Oh, Joanna, he will never leave you or forsake you. The Lord is your helper, Joanna. You don't need to be afraid. And something beautiful happens. It's as though that darkness is pushed back. And and I find myself standing up a little straighter and feeling a little stronger, all because I've declared what I know rather than what I feel. Number four, do the next right thing. (laughs) Remember our podcast episode with Emily Freeman. I think it's um, episode three, where she encouraged us to do the next right thing in love. I think so many times when I'm discouraged, I get so focused on what I can't do. I miss what I can do. So I want to encourage you, look at what's in front of you. You may not be able to accomplish that thing, that task that um, is out of reach right now, but there are things that you can do right now. Maybe, maybe you need to get out of your bedroom and out from underneath the sheets and go visit a friend. Uh, Maybe you need to go for a walk or wash some dishes. Break the inertia and the feeling of stuckness by doing something. Do what you can do and then trust God to do the rest. And finally, I'd like to encourage you to take courage. Take courage. Because what is discouragement except really a loss of courage? We had it at one time, but now it's gone. It feels like the bottom of our hope has fallen out and everything looks black. Our inspiration is gone and we don't know if it will ever come back. A couple of weeks ago, my friend Tanoka sent me this conversation that she'd had with God on a text message. It said this, I said, Lord, give me courage. He said, take courage. I've already given it. Oh, wow. I'll tell you what, those words just kind of hit me like a two by four up against the head because I had been doing exactly the opposite. I'd been asking God to help me. I'd been pleading for strength rather than reaching out and accepting what Jesus has already given. In John 16, 33, Jesus tells us, in the world you will have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. While discouragement paralyzes us, courage helps us take the next step. Even though nothing in our situation may have changed, when we take courage, we change. And girls, it's right there. I want you to imagine Jesus just with his hands outstretched, with courage, with strength, with wisdom, with everything you need for your situation. He's extending it to you and he's saying, take it. It's yours. We're going to have those terrible, horrible, no good, very bad days. Every single one of us. If you haven't had one lately, it's coming, my friend. But rather than giving in to the discouragement, I want to encourage you to get alone with God. Invite Him into the equation. Declare what you know, not what you feel. Do the next right thing. And then take the courage that He offers. What if David hadn't strengthened himself in the Lord that day? What if he'd given into the anger or given into the grief? What if he'd given into despair? I didn't realize this, but First Samuel 30 and that whole story of the raiders took place just a few days before Saul died in battle and David was crowned king. 
Sometimes our greatest discouragements come before our greatest victories. And that's why it's so important to push through discouragement with the Lord's help and refuse to give in to hopelessness and despair. Joshua 1.9 is one of my favorite verses. It's my son Joshua's favorite verse as well. God says these words to Joshua when he was feeling discouraged at the immense task of leading God's people after Moses died. God said to him, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I want you to take those words to heart today. Jesus is right here with you. He's holding your hand. He's going to lead you. He's going to give you the wisdom you need. Don't walk this day alone. Invite Jesus to walk it with you. Well, I hope that's been encouraging to you. I know I needed to hear those things again today because life can be difficult. But we have a mighty, mighty God who's not only willing to give us the strength and wisdom we need, but He's willing to give us the courage we need to do the brave thing, the hard thing, even if the bravest and hardest thing we do is getting out of bed. (laughs) Well, I love you, friend. I'm just so grateful that you're tuning into these podcasts. It means so much to have you leave comments on Facebook and at the blog, as well as leaving reviews on iTunes. It means a lot. If you're not part of our private Facebook group, The Living Room, I'd love to have you join us. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Joanna Weaver Living Room. You can request an invite and we'll be sure to add you after you answer those questions that um, appear on the page. Until next time, be strong, be courageous, do not be terrified, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day.